Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. These are the Daily Tech Headlines for Wednesday, November 16th, 2022. I'm Rich Straffolino. The Financial Times reports YouTube will roll out shopping features in shorts. Starting in 2023, it will roll out an affiliate marketing system to pay a commission to U.S. creators that promote products. It would allow users in the U.S., India, Brazil, Canada, and Australia to shop in shorts videos through embedded links. Netflix launched a new Manage Access and Devices setting, which allows account owners to remotely view and log out devices using their account. The new section shows the last time devices used the account, the type of device, and IP address. After signing out a device, Netflix recommends a password change, but doesn't require it. Qualcomm announced its new flagship smartphone SoC, the Snapdragon 8 Gen 2. On the CPU side, it offers up to 35% better performance with up to 40% more power efficiency than last gen using one ARM Cortex-X3 core, two mid-level Cortex-A715, and two last gen Cortex-A710 cores, and three efficiency A510 cores. The SoC also includes a new Adreno GPU that's up to 25% faster, Wi-Fi 7 support, and AV1 codec support. Qualcomm says some partners will ship devices with it by the end of 2022. DuckDuckGo launched a public beta of its app tracking protection feature on Android after launching a waitlisted limited beta of the feature last year. When enabled, the feature blocks third-party trackers in apps even when they're not actively being used. Meta AI collaborated with the community project Papers with Code to produce the Galactica large language model designed to store, combine, and reason about scientific content. Researchers found it outperformed other large language models in the massive multitask language understanding benchmark and outperformed GPT-3 in technical knowledge tests, including questions on biology and medicine. The teams say Galactica can be used for the creation of literature reviews, wiki articles, or lecture notes on scientific topics, or answering scientific questions, including citations. The note-taking platform Notion announced it began testing Notion AI, letting users tell the app what they want to write and the AI creating the content. In a waitlisted private alpha right now, the feature provides a list of templates, things like blog post or sales email, and then provides a further prompt to guide the AI. CEO Ivan Zhao said right now Notion is using tests to see what the system will be good for. The company has no set release date for Notion AI. Germany's Federal Cartel Office announced it extended two ongoing abuse control proceedings against Amazon. This will include the application of 2021 reforms to Germany's competition law, which applies a proactive antitrust program to large companies that have a paramount significance for competition across markets. This outlaws practices like self-preferencing. One investigation involves price control mechanisms used by Amazon on third-party sellers, and the other involves working with brands to forbid individual sellers from selling products from that brand. Bloomberg's Mark Gurman reports Apple CEO Tim Cook told employees the company will begin sourcing chips from a fab under construction in Arizona as early as 2024, likely a TSMC plant being built in the state. Cook reportedly said that 60% of the world's processors coming from Taiwan was, quote, not a strategic position. Cook also said Apple may expand its supply of chips from European fabs as well. A federal jury in Texas ruled Intel must pay VLSI technology $948.8 million for patent infringement in Intel's Cascade Lake and Skylake CPUs. Intel says it plans to appeal. Last March, VLSI won a $2.2 billion verdict against Intel over other chip patents, which Intel is also appealing. 
Two other VLSI patent cases against Intel are pending in Northern California and Delaware. Elon Musk announced that Twitter Blue subscriptions will relaunch on November 29th in order to make sure that it is rock solid. The company removed signups for the revamped subscription on November 11th. Musk also said changing your verified name will cause a loss of a blue verification checkmark until it's confirmed by Twitter. Motherboard reported that over a dozen public libraries in the U.S. and Canada now offer a music streaming service to patrons paying local artists an honorarium for a non-exclusive license to make music available to communities. These services use the open-source MusicCat software developed for the Madison Public Library system in 2014. NASA successfully launched its Orion spacecraft. Among the notable things about it, it's the first spacecraft to rely on time-triggered Ethernet, or TTE, for mixed criticality traffic over a single network. In the past, spacecrafts have maintained separate networks for critical and non-critical traffic. However, researchers at the University of Michigan, University of Pennsylvania, and NASA's Johnson Space Center published a paper showing an approach called PC Spoof, which can break TTE's traffic isolation guarantees. This would allow a single non-critical device to disrupt communications between other TTE devices, and this could lead to uncontrolled maneuvers that threaten safety and mission success. The attack requires a small 2.5-centimeter square printed circuit board physically on the spacecraft. NASA said it's aware of the findings and taking proactive measures to mitigate it. In an interview with The Verge, Xbox head Phil Spencer said the company's standalone game streaming box, codenamed Keystone, hasn't been released because it's too costly to produce. Spencer said he wanted Keystone to hit around $99 to $129 to provide a price difference between it and the $299 Xbox Series S. And finally, Microsoft began rolling out a new Games for Work app in Teams, letting coworkers play games like Solitaire, Minesweeper, Wordament, and Icebreakers against each other in meetings. The feature is only available to enterprise customers. With the launch, Microsoft cited a Brigham Young University study that found playing short video games together made workers 20% more productive than those that participated in more traditional team-building activities. Remember, for more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at dailytechnewsshow.com. You can find show notes and links to all these headlines there as well. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember, have a super sparkly day.